All right, so I am currently recording. I am Carrie Little, the designated managing broker of Caremark Realty Group and the blogger for smartgirlmedia.com. Some of you know the drill. I need to tell you who I am because for some reason, people have to follow me and try to get me in trouble. So I got to tell you everything. I am a licensed realtor in Illinois, and I like to share all of my tips with you. I have been in the business since 1997. I got licensed in 2001. Prior to that, I worked for a builder. I have worked for McDonald's East Coast Real Estate Division and Commercial. Yeah, I've been playing in the sandbox a while. So Kim and Steve, you, you please help me. I don't know what my husband did. I will tell you, I'm just saying, I just mailed off my, my information to get my license in Florida because my husband wants to move there. I'm good with the cold. We got at least 24 inches of snow outside, works for me. So today, and the download is already in my bio. So if you do jump off early, not that any of you would want to jump off early, head over to my bio and I have the list. So why do we market our listings? Hmm? Does anyone, give me some tips. Why do we market our listings? And just be transparent in the feed. You're like, Carrie, I just need a listing. If you need a listing, I am teaching um, Remind this weekend. If you're listening to the podcast or watching the replay, just go to smartgirlmedia.com. And I have my schedule there, but I am actually teaching to my office Remind. So if you kind of want to come, let me know. Send me a DM and I'll send you the Zoom link. So why do we market our listings? Anyone, anyone want to share? Hello, Yolanda. Anyone? Just make it up. Tell me, do you need a listing? While you're thinking about it, oh, best move ever to Florida. While you're thinking about why you market your listings, um, let me say this. Um, yeah, tell me if you need a listing. I just need a listing. Right, clear to close with Pam, I'm with you. We just need listings. I have decided this weekend, I'm going to start mailing for my husband. I don't think it's fair. I do not think it's fair that I have to do his work, but he's not gonna do it. He's not. So we can sell and also market ourselves. Okay, I like that one. Why do we market our listings? To get a buyer for our listings and to gain new buyer clients. Yes, now in the state of Illinois, we got this dual agency thing and I know it's in most states. I, you know, I'm a, I train not to do dual agency, but we still might want a buyer for our property and we can do notice of no agency. So that's an option. You need a listing, all right? So why do we market our, our listing? So, and there is no set and forget it. Like there is no set and forget it. I got a listing, put it on the market and we're done. Now some, in this marketplace, some of you might feel like as soon as I put the property on the market, it's gone. We, I mean, we're hearing the stories. I saw it on the news a couple of days ago. Um, there are people lined up to see open houses because they can't find a house. So, so I'm going to remind all of you what you could do. And some of you might even have additional tips. I'm probably not telling you everything because I need you to keep coming back. But so again, there is no set it and forget it. Although many of us do, we set it and forget it. Um, it's time to start running a business like a business, right? Your page 140. Um, we often wonder why we don't receive repeat business, referrals, and consistent pipeline in our businesses. Repeat business occurs when we do our best in real estate. Now, I do know I could probably name five real estate agents in my neck of the woods 
that just, they're just, um, they just keep moving. It's like next, 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 and there's no follow-up. So there's something, something to be said for the real estate agents that list well. So why do we market our listings? So here we go, top of the list. If you're taking notes in the new agents journal, here's number one, and I have a download. I already see a typo, don't judge. Um, number one on the list. Yeah, you are the CEO. Um, this is a relationship business, not a transaction business. Listen, Patty, you are so right. So number one, lead generation is at the top of the list. We market our listings so we can generate leads. So let me say this. We all have different multiple listing services. We're all in different marketplaces. But the moment you list your house, now if you're in my neck of the woods, when you, as soon as you list your house, we get syndicated. So syndication means we send out... Um, we send out people don't know where to go i wish i had that person's information so we send out um our listings to multiple websites we know the big ones realtor.com truly zillow and then all of the other big brokerages and then the rest of us boutique the home snaps of the world we market our listings everywhere and the way our system works is, is that once you market your listing and you go under contract it's still syndicated in our MLS, if you go to pending, if you go to pending, it's no longer syndicated. It's off the market. So I am always, I like to tell real estate agents, you need, if you don't know what happens in your MLS when you list it, you need to figure it out because our number one goal is to make the phone ring, to receive a text message, to get a DM on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, to generate a lead, to redirect people to our websites. That's number one. So I'm using around page 140. So in there, do, running your business like a business. Running your business like a business. Yes. Page 140. And I got a few pages already filled out. There we go. Page 140. My book finally sits open. Okay. That's number one. And lead generation is at the top of the list. Why? Because the um, business begets business. My good friend Marlene Rubenstein, she sells in uh, on the North Shore. And there's something to be said about agents that produce. They produce because when they get a listing, they don't just set it and forget it. So we want to generate leads. Number two, this, this might be, be number one, but we know we just want to make more money. It's because this is what we were hired by the seller to do, right? This is why we were hired. So this is what we're supposed to do. Number three, the, um, to expose the home to the entire marketplace. Now I get it. Some of you are in private Facebook groups. Some of you are in, um, you only, you list the house and you send it to the agents in the office. But the truth is, is we list our properties to expose it to the entire marketplace. Now we have a private listing network in our marketplace. And when we um, put properties in our private listing network, it doesn't get syndicated to realtor.com, Trulia, HomeSnap, et cetera. But sometimes we'll put it in the private listing network to expose it to the 45,000 realtor members in our MLS, hoping that one day we move it from private to the standard MLS because we want to expose the property to the entire marketplace because we can generate more leads. So that's number three. Now, um, number four, we market our listings at open houses. And let me tell you, I'm just going to straight up real tell you the truth. I don't like open houses. I'm not telling you not to do them. I just was never a fan. Maybe it's because when I would do them, I had kids, young kids, and I just wanted to go home. 
I felt like I was working all the time. So we market our listings at open houses to generate buyer leads and to generate new listings. Did you get that? We market at open houses to generate buyer leads and to generate listing leads. Now let me talk about the buyer leads. So we hope someone comes into the property without an agent. Now I could this I could really go way off track and talk about what happens when a buyer comes in with another agent because we sit open houses because we want to sell the house. But if that buyer is already working with a real estate agent, just send them back. It is not worth mediation or arbitration. Trust me. I do a lot of work. I still have like two letters I have to send out because of mediation. So we generate leads for buyer leads and listing leads. Now there are sometimes people will start, they'll start right now. Now you could lose your agent because the agent isn't telling you about open houses. And let me say this, for those of you that have aggressive buyers, my husband would have been one of them. Give them a stack of your business cards and tell them what to do. If you have an aggressive buyer that says, oh, I just want a resale property. I don't want new construction. They are lying to you. Please make sure you register them at the new construction site. Please make sure you register them at the new construction site. Can you register them online? I will call and make sure that that's better than walking in. Do all of your due diligence. Make sure. Yeah, not a fan either, but you do get business. I had an agent. In our office, she was good at generating leads at open houses, and they would buy through her. They may not have bought that house, but they bought a house. So think about that. Now, number number five. So I said, on number four, I said to generate buyer and generate new listings. Oh, let me give all of you a tip. When you sit open houses, because some of us absolutely love open houses, when you sit in open house. Make sure when you sit in open house that you have a list of all of the properties in the neighborhood because your job is to do what? Get a transaction out of that open house. It might not be your open house. You want to let everyone know what's happening in that area. So that's just a tip. Now, another thing you can do at the um, when you're at an open house is you might generate a new listing or let's say a seller lead. A lot of times you'll have a buyer walk in and they won't tell you that they're interviewing you to list their house. Properties get listed in one, twos, and threes. I Somehow one day I'll do the data, I'll figure out the data, but when a listing goes up in a subdivision, another one is gonna follow really quick. I don't know if it's the law of averages. I have no clue, it just always happens. So if that's the case, you should always be ready to not only talk to a buyer, but a seller, because sometimes people just come in. We know we have nosy neighbors. Who cares? It's an opportunity for you to meet someone new. And if they're not ready to sell, say, you know what? I'll, what's your email? Oh, by the way, with open houses, I would use Open Home Pro. I wonder if I have it on him. I would use Open Home Pro because Open Home Pro, um, I have my stand for my open house. Open Home Pro gives you the ability for someone to sign in. People like to sign in. Now, sometimes old school is fine, a sheet of paper, but make sure you get information or make sure you have a free giveaway so people will actually sign in. And you, everyone knows, I have it already finished. I have um, a Google form, I have a free download, and I have seller consultation sheets. Watch for it. It'll be in my story so you can take advantage of it. 
So definitely you want Open Home Pro so you can contact that um, homeowner, buyer or seller. That's why we do open houses. Number six, we market our listings. Um, so we, we market to show coming soon. We market just listed. We market uh, new to the market. Now I'm just, I want you to think. So remember I started in 2001. We didn't have Instagram. We, we didn't have Facebook. We definitely didn't have TikTok. We didn't have Snapchat, right? So we market our listings too. Show the coming soon, the just listed, the new to the marketplace, the under contract and the sold and your home is next. I gave you um, one showing coming soon, two just listed, three new to the market, four under contract, five sold, six, your home is next. How about seven, welcome your uh, neighbors. Now, I, you don't have to just post this on social media. If my friend is on here, um, there's another agent that she walks the neighborhood and says, I just want to let you know that I'm the person that just sold the house down the street. I want you to welcome your new neighbors and then gives the people a flyer, like literally knocks on doors. So there's no reason why you cannot, you cannot um, generate a lead. Now, I, when it comes to the QR code, I don't, Marky and I debate this. Um, if you post a QR code on your Instagram, nobody can scan it unless they have another mobile device. So my recommendation would be everything I just said, you should put in a direct mail piece. And I am literally going back to direct mail this weekend for my husband because I don't have time, but I'm, I'm a quick study. I can just mail. I just know how to do it. So, and by the way, I said, I'm teaching Remind tomorrow at 10 a.m. in my marketplace. So if you want to attend, you got to send me a DM. Okay, so you have, I gave you like seven ways, maybe eight ways to market your listings on Instagram. You could take the same number, I think let maybe about 10 or it might be five. So you could have a swipe through. You have the coming soon, just listed, new to the market, under contract, sold, your home is next. And let me tell this, for those of you that said, I need a listing, this is for you. In the feed, how many of you have not had a listing yet, but you've had buyers? Tell me. If you're listening to the podcast, send me a DM. Send me a direct message on Instagram or Facebook. Tell me. Um, how many of you have not had a buyer yet? Just say no. I'm Yeah, not had a seller yet. Say I haven't had one. Okay. If you have, If you've had a buyer and not a seller, how many of you are actually mailing that you sold the house once it closes if you're a buyer's agent? How many of you have, have need a listing, but you're only working with buyers? We can't do our coming soon in our MLS, but I love the other options. So um, Kiara, I think it's Kiara. My recommendation is to just make sure you know the rules because if you don't have coming soon in your MLS, can you post coming soon on, soon on social media? Our marketplace says that if you're going to market coming soon anywhere outside of the MLS, it must be in our private listing network. Okay, so for all of you that haven't had a listing yet, this is for you. When you have a buyer that closes, when you have a buyer that closes, you need to make sure you know your rules, get a photo of the property, and then you can market the property everywhere. And I do, I always push you back to your state. In our state, we can market as sold because I'm the buyer's agent. I, I bought the buyer. You guys know I'm getting hot, right? 
So I'm the buyer's agent. So if I'm the buyer's agent, I have the right to market the property because I sold it. The listing agent does too. So think about that. So if you need a, if you need a listing, you need to market to the neighborhood that says just sold, all about you and the property. You might even do a mailer that says meet your new neighbors. No on social media, you can't put the house or address, but you can market the neighborhood. Okay, so if you know your rules, you can say, I have, could, can you say, I have a few listings coming soon, contact me for details. Now that I'm pretty sure you can do. Okay, so I am at number seven. To create a buzz about what's coming. To create a buzz. Now, some of you, we, we keep posting our listings. We keep posting our clients. We keep posting um, that we have, we have someone pre-approved. I have issues with some of this, but let me say this. We want to create a buzz that something is happening. And so we can generate more engagement. And so we can get more followers. So we market our listings to create a buzz. So even if the property isn't coming soon and it's on the market, we create a buzz. So if I could get all of my agents, as soon as the property goes live, coming soon, coming soon. Can't do that. Just listed. Number three, new to the market. Number four, once it goes under contract, under contract. Number five, sold. Number six, your home is next. I gave you six ways to market your property to generate leads. And here's number seven. You need a listing or you need a, a, a house for your buyer. I am sure that most of you don't do this because you weren't in the real estate industry in 2005. There was a time pre-social media or at least for, for, those, for those of us that are the old people that didn't get on Facebook, we were knocking on doors because we couldn't find houses. Inventory was low. So prior to the, the, um, the market taking a tank, right? It, it just back 2013, prior to that, houses were flying after the shelf after 9-11. Um, uh, and 9-11 happened in 2001 because it was the year I got my license. I will never forget. And um, we hate what happened. But a few months later, the um, our government opened up the floodgates by dropping interest rates like crazy. So there came a point where inventory became really, really low. So if you don't have a listing, but you have a buyer, this is why you need to come see me in class. You need to start mailing. It makes me crazy that we won't get up, get dressed and go to work. You have to do the business of the business. There is no inbox in real estate and I'm not even on that page. Number eight is to show that we are the neighborhood expert. Any of you live in a neighborhood, always lived in the same neighborhood. I, I think I should go market my own neighborhood. I'm a twin and everybody knew us. And when I went and looked up the recent data, there are people that are still living within like 10 blocks that have lived there for 35 years. So it's almost a guarantee that they knew me, my twin sister or my mother, almost a guarantee. Yes, the same thing, Yolanda. You can also send letters that we have buyers. So if you have a buyer that wants to live in your neighborhood or a specific neighborhood, send a mailer. And if you have the buyer, Kashina and I were talking about it, that's all over the place, that does get hard. To ask that buyer, this is what I would do. Okay, if you could live in which city, in which neighborhood, I'm going to do a mailer. I'm not going to do a mailer to all 15 areas we've been to. Pick one or two and then send a mailer. Here's what you know. When you get a phone call, somebody wants to sell. Now, don't do this if you don't really have a buyer. 
don't do this if you don't really have a buyer. Now, if you have someone else in your office that has a buyer, but maybe they don't have the pocketbook that you do, you could send the mailer. And then what you could do is number one, you could represent the seller or number two, you could split the compensation with that buyer's agent. I like that, the personal notes. And somebody, yeah, the, the personal notes are huge. They get opened. They get opened. All right, so you want to showcase you're the neighborhood expert and not just the, hey, I buy and sell in this neighborhood. Give us the data. Tell us what's happening in the marketplace because I am sure that if I went back to my MLS, like literally right now, and I logged in because I have all of my searches finished. If I logged into my searches, right? And I went to a subdivision that I market. Yes, please don't do it if you don't have a buyer. First of all, it's unethical, right? So let me tell you. So in this is so in this neighborhood where I used to work for the builder. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see what's going on. There's one under contract. And the price point is awesome. Let's see if it has a basement. Oh, it has a basement. So that's a good thing. So here's the point. You could build searches in your MLS, watch the neighborhood and farm that neighborhood and say, look, there's nothing on the market. And we know that we have, so let me say what I would do because in my MLS, so Arshay, this is for you. And I won't say your subdivision out loud, but this is for you. So if you live in a specific subdivision, you could in my MLS, in our MLS, clone a listing. And then in 24 hours, do a reverse prospect. This is not one of the numbers, but here's how you get a listing. In 24 hours, do a reverse prospect. And then you will figure out how many people are looking for a townhome with three bedrooms and two baths. You can't publish the listing, but in our MLS, we can do reverse prospect. And because I can do a reverse prospect, I can then mail to the subdivision and say, Right now, we have real estate agents working with buyers, and there are about this many people looking for a property just like yours. Now, that I just came up with. All right. Um, so number nine, build a brand as a listing agent. I mean, you now are showcasing yourself as a listing agent. So this is why we market our listings. So if you have a listing and you haven't at least done the five things I recommended, when you market, direct mail, social media, a blog. Uh, the company sharing, if you haven't done that, plus all of, all of those, you might lose out. Yeah, we're here in Illinois. Carrie, I might have to uh, show you how that looks. And forgive me if I'm uh, messing up your name. So um, listen, here's the truth. And this should maybe shouldn't be number 10. I said number one was to generate leads, but number 10 I'm saying is so we can get paid, right? We want to make a living. We want the flexibility, although no one told most of you that you now quit your 40 hour a week job to work 80. And some of you are dual career and you thought it was going to just be set it and forget it. And it's not. Number 11, we market our listings via. So I gave you the marketing ideas uh, coming soon, just listed, new to the market, under contract and sold. Your home is next. And then maybe telling people about the neighbors or their new neighbors. Number 11, we market our listings via social media, 
via email, direct mail, via syndication, as private listings, on a blog. You might go live to talk about the listing on YouTube, on Vimeo, on TikTok. You get it. So we market our listings so we can build a brand, so we can expose the property to the entire marketplace, and so we can generate leads, right? And the neighborhood expert. Now, my number 12 is we have to market our listings for the seller, period. That was my number two. We have to market the listings for the seller because our goal is to market the listings to procure a qualified closing buyer. So, I mean, that's period, right? There is no set it and forget it in real estate. And in this market right now, it's easy. Sellers are negotiating commissions, what they want done. They can, they can almost pick and choose who they want to work with because houses are flying off the shelf, depending on the price point and the area. We're, we're truly in a seller's market. So if you want to be the agent of choice, what are you offering? What are you offering to the seller? Because our goal is to market the home for the seller, but we also need a paycheck and we need to lead generate. So I'm, while you're thinking of this, yeah, you, you would love reverse prospecting. If it's in our marketplace, I can teach you. If you're not in my marketplace, that's going to be hard because we can actually, what it does is every one of our um, buyers, um, when we put them in our MLS, we can say yes to reverse prospecting. I wouldn't be able to see Lady Toya's client, but every client gets an ID if we say yes. So every a client that's tagged with an ID after 24 hours, when all of the automated searches cycle through, I can then see how many potential buyers there are for a listing. So kind of cool. So before we do Q&A, um, oh, yes, okay, yeah, you need to come to a class. So check out my, go to smartgirlmedia.com for my classes. I did say that I am teaching Remind tomorrow at 10 a.m. to my office and I can let some people in. If you are one of my agents watching, make sure you register and you get in first because once I get to so many, I can't let you out either. All right, so I'm going to go through the list again and then we'll do Q&A. So why do we market our listings? It's not set it and forget it. Number one, lead generation is at the top of the list. Number two, to, um, because this is what we we're hired to do. Number three, to, to expose the home to the entire marketplace, syndication, realtor.com, Trulia, Zillow, HomeSnap, and all of your websites. Uh, number four, we market at open houses to generate buyer leads and new listing leads. And number five, it's because the neighbor might drop in, pop in, the nosy neighbor, they could be interviewing you. So it's really a, a true, you could have a seller lead. When I said buyer leads, I recommended that you keep a list of all of the properties that are for sale in the neighborhood because that client might not know or potential client. Yes, they do, Ayana. Um, and I don't know why anybody would say no in our marketplace. It baffles me. Uh, let's see. Number six, we market to show coming soon, just listed, new to the market, under contract, sold, and your home is next. In a, I mean, and more, we, we might even market that we're having, uh, we might even send a mailer out to um, move up buyers. We might send a mailer out to um, renters that have, that have rented a property from our MLS, but their lease is coming due. 
Like we could, I could go on and on with ideas. We market our properties, number seven, to create a buzz about what's coming. We market our properties to create a buzz, period. Um, we wanna show that we're the neighborhood expert. Number nine is to build a brand as a listing agent. I wanna be known as a listing agent. You wanna be known as, oh, she just works with buyers. And some of you work for companies where um, you only work with buyers or sellers. So what do you wanna be? Number 10 is to get paid. And really, again, most of us that might be number one, but if you count the money first, you're in trouble. Number 11, we market our listings. How do we market them? Via email, social media, direct mail, syndication, private listings. We market that we're having an open house. We're, we're marketing that we have a virtual tour. We're marketing on YouTube. We're marketing, because our MLS now has a new feed where you can go straight live to the Facebook Live or to the Instagram Live or to Remind Live. We have an entire new section because of um, a stay-at-home order in Illinois. So our MLS made huge upgrades because of the pandemic. So YouTube, um, you could go live on YouTube in addition to the video or Vimeo or TikTok. There's some creative marketing out there on TikTok. And number 12, we have to market our, list, our listings for the seller, period. There is no set it and forget it. So I asked the question, why, what other ways do you market your listings? You might as well share with the group. And then um, why do you market your listings? Let's see. What do you think about buying a list of 16,000 agents to send your listing to? I pay for broker metrics. And I am not, first of all, let, let me say it like this. Put, your, put yourself in the shoes of receiving the emails. If I had a buyer, if your property's in the MLS, why do you need to email? I see, I get so many emails from agents on open houses. I think I would, this is so hard because we could debate this. And I have like, I have a, uh, instructor email and I have junk email. I shouldn't say junk, but this is where Nordstrom emails go to or Ross. I have emails where I specifically don't want anything else. And I don't know what it is or how agents get my email, but I unsubscribe in my junk email and my speaking email because they're extracting emails. I don't want that there because it is meant for teaching. I don't even want your just listed and just sold or your new listing coming to the market via email. Because if I have a buyer, I'm going to the MLS. But let me say this. What if you have a listing that's coming soon and your marketplace allows you to market it prior to it hitting the marketplace? We have to put it in the private listing network. So what this is what I would do. If I had a, um, I would, if I had a, a new listing, and I wasn't ready to list it, I would put it in my MLS, wait the 24 hours, extract the emails, and it's not a simple process because you can't just export. You have to copy, cut, and paste. Then I would send an e-blast to those agents or the agents that I know would get a phone call or a text, hey, this is Carrie, because we have a relationship. So I, I it's hard to ask this. I mean, and, and someone might have a better story, but I don't need your emails as a real estate agent. First of all, what you do is you tell me what your company offers. You tell me, you, you help me learn. I have, I don't know, I think differently. 
because there's absolutely no reason why I'm using Uber ads. And I pay for growth with metrics. So for me, um, but remember, that's a really good question, Mario, because remember, what is your job? It really should also, it could be number one, is because we are hired to market the property. So go with, even though as an agent, I'm like, yeah, I don't want that. You need to e-blast me because the seller needs to see it. So we could go, we, there are options. There, there's so many arguments with that. There's so many arguments with that. So, because the truth is, is if I had a buyer, I'm going to the MLS. But sometimes if I have a relationship with you and you email me, I'm looking. And if I, so I signed up with HomeSnap to watch um, the Florida marketplace. So I'm looking at that all day. So I'm shopping like the real estate agents in Florida and that the buyers in Florida. So good question. Yeah. I do respect the call from an agent who says, I see you sold in this neighborhood and they want to shake the trees. I like that. I do like that. Um, yeah, some people don't like to receive the emails, but I mean, what you gotta, this is, so let me say this. If I'm getting email at my Caremark Realty Group email, I never unsubscribe. I don't unsubscribe to real estate agents emails. I only unsubscribe to my email, Little Gmail, because it's really only meant for me to shop, right? I need a teacher. So I unsubscribe there and my speaker one. So if agents get hold of that email, I unsubscribe. So I could probably look in my email and I will probably, I have a bunch of emails. I think lately it's been Compass, At, and Coal Banker, um, Exit. I do not unsubscribe because I just want to see what you're doing. So there's a few ways you can look at that. All right, I'm going to the Q&A. So if I missed your question, well, let's see, I always feel like it is overpriced or there is something wrong with it if I get an email. That's a good point. Well, let me say this. If I had a, an, in our marketplace, let me think, if I had a listing over 650,000, I'm probably emailing. I am probably looking at reverse prospecting. I am probably creating a video. I am probably boosting the video paying for an ad, it'll be on YouTube. I'll be talking about the marketplace because the inventory is, is not moving at a certain price point. So, but that's a good point. Now you can, now I'm gonna be thinking the same thing. All right, so I'm in Q&A. How long is too late to send a just sold card? Everybody help out Renee. Everybody help out Renee. Let me say a lot, let me, let me see if I can give you strategy. If it just sold, of course, send it. If it's been 30 days, go back to the MLS and see if any, there are any other listings. Because if there are no other listings, I'd probably go for it. I might even push the limits. I'm, I don't know if I would say just sold if it was 60 days. It might be recently sold in your neighborhood. And let me say this, if I was the buyer's agent, my buyer probably wouldn't get that mail. I'd probably scrub the list to not make them overwhelmed. And I would not put in the sold price. We do a really bad job of protecting the consumer. We do a really bad job of protecting the consumer. So if you are someone, I need you guys to start thinking about what we post, but that's a good question. Strategy, strategy. So here we go, postcards or an ad or boost. Postcards and an ad and boost. 
how about postcards and ad? Because you could pick either one. Because there's a difference between an ad or a boost on Facebook. Postcards, an ad on Facebook one week, a boost on Facebook another week. I would pay for the same ad that when I boosted to go to Instagram. I would post it on Twitter, LinkedIn. I'd probably try Reddit. Um, I would put it on YouTube and I, I'm all for mailers. And depending on the neighborhood, you, it might end up in the laundromat. So that's a good, I, I'm going with all of it. A newsletter, if you were the listing agent, okay, if I was a listing agent, I'd still go look at the neighborhood. I'd probably do a mailer and say recently, how about this, Renee? Create a newsletter. So then you can um, write it, have a couple of, um, listen, here, do you know when I started selling real estate, I closed all kinds of deals from an old school, I should pull it up from an old school marketing piece called Morning Renting Was Hazardous to Your Wealth. And I am not telling you the other crazy things I did, but uh, I that, that still works with the tag, with the rip off tag, like you're selling like something and you just ripped off one. Listen, that stuff still works. I should show you the old marketing piece. Let's see if I can find it while I talk to you. Oh, let me go back to that. Uh, so Renee, I would create a newsletter and you can go to Canva, it, depending on your market, if you have a uh, breakthrough broker, it's already done, but I would create a newsletter. And then in the newsletter, if you're not really techie, don't make it so you can fold it, make it so you can fold it in threes and then just mail it out. But that would be my, I would um, showcase that listing. And I have a couple of articles on stats for the neighborhood. I might even have a list of what's sold, but you got to know license law. I might say three sold, two under contract, uh, one for sale. And I might not give you those data. And then I might add my what's my home worth link to redirect the other people to click it. So you need the laundromat one? Hold on, I'm looking for it. Here it is. I think I have it. Don't judge. This is like so old. I did take the old company's logo off. Here we go. So if you're if you are listening to the podcast later. Let me, let me clean my desk up a little bit. You have to go to the replay of this. There you go. I'm, I'm holding out. Take screenshot. <laughs> you do not need a training on laundromat. Listen, some of you live in neighborhoods where there are a lot, a lot of laundromats. So this worked. You guys, listen, this stuff works. You can laugh if you want and give me a hard time. <laughs> I'm not doing this today, but I promise you it works. And let's just go with what if you didn't want to do this? You could probably. Just have a flyer and this is very old. I just updated it with my current company's logo. So I could because I didn't work for the other company like this was so this was first of all, look what I'm in. I'm in publisher, but I, I, my new version looks a whole lot better, but, but this is what I did is sometimes people need to see that rent, what rent costs over one year, five years or 10 and what they're spending. And there is no acceleration in this because we know rent goes up like 3% a year. Look, you should just do it. 
You guys want me to make this a, uh, a download? <laughs> Give me a moment. I'll make it a download. Maybe not today. I'll post it. I'll, when I do it, I'll put it in my, um, in my bio. You remember publisher, right? Now it's Canva. So let's see. Oh, let's see. Like you can see how many times I've done this here. Renting is hazardous to your wealth. I have, if you pay uh, rent versus buy, if you pay 1,000 a month, uh, let's see. There's another, this might be a flyer. Like I have literally done this many different ways and I'm sure I have the tags somewhere when I don't sleep. And how many of you, now I'm just, listen, there's enough business out here for all of us. Yeah, Canva is the new publisher. Um, this one, do all of you use Home Partners of America? That could be an option because rent to own is an option and Home Partners of America will buy the house and you get a full commission. So, do you guys like that? <laughs> Me and my... Uh, Oh gosh, I, you can't, I can't let you see my dirty floor. I threw everything on the floor to start. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, this might have dye in it. Me and my new white chair. I might have to go to TJ Maxx and go find a black one of these. So any other questions? If I don't have any other questions, for those of you that are listening to the podcast, thanks for joining me. Make sure you follow me on YouTube. I have four new videos on YouTube on Instagram. Four new videos on YouTube. And they're short. And I give you my tips on hashtags. I talk to you about how I built my bio, how I built it in Evernote, all of that. So, and don't forget to check out my bio on Instagram and get your copy of the new Real Estate Agents Journal.